0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, the report is uh, Russell Westbrook's going to take time during the All-Star break to decide what he wants to do next. Um,
1: I mean, he might meet with the Clippers and not even want to go there. I'm just saying he's meeting with the Clippers.
0: I'm trying to. Do you hear the same thing? I, I'm of the belief. I have a feeling Russell Westbrook is going to sign with the Los Angeles Clippers. Now there's a report out there that you know he Utah is just letting him d- d- do what you want, take your time. And I I asked the question, looking at you, could could Russ help Utah? Like,
1: like what? <laughs> I laughed at that what, when what, I saw that. report. They've had a conversation, and Russ has said. He might actually even stay in Utah.
0: I don't think that Russell Westbrook <laughs> is staying in Utah. And I think given some chatter, I believe, we believe that Russell Westbrook is signing with the Los you Angeles You hearing the same Clippers. things?
1: Separately? Um, we, ain't even, we ain't talked about this. You hearing the same things?
0: Sort of. Okay. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sort of heard the same thing. Um... sort of heard the same thing like a week ago (laughs) so we'll we'll see where that's that's why that's that's why that's why we've never talked about like russell westbrook in utah and all these reports out there like i don't think that's true like there was a chicago report yeah i don't think he's going to chicago i don't think so there was a miami report which when you brought it up i was like there was some validity i I was like oh that 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 makes a ton of sense Mm -hmm. i got it Message that show, did, Strong indications are Russell Westbrook <laughs> is going to the Los Angeles Clippers. So we'll 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 we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, but the Clippers are very like the Clippers are, the Clippers are good. Clippers like, go to,
1: I, I'd say yesterday the Suns. the Clippers might go to the finals. <laughs> oh man, I,
0: I I I did some number. I did some math. Oh, okay. Uh, but look, it was, here, look
1: at this. This is like Mrs. Yamamoto's class.
0: I don't I don't know her, but I'm sure she was a terrific teacher. She was.
1: I think it was geometry she taught.
0: I don't remember my math teachers, probably because I was just so bad at it and was just trying to get Mrs. through Yamamoto, it. Mrs. Yamamoto, the only one I remember. Um, the Clippers beat the Warriors last night, 134 to 124. And as I'm watching the game, like, the score really stood out. Because mm. we've talked about, like, the Clippers will play you in a low score, Like, the Clippers will beat you. 108 to 106 Mm -hmm. and be perfectly content with that i think the clippers would prefer to beat you 108 to 106 i was like wow, 134 that's probably not something they've done very often and then i started to look and i i found that the clippers have been above 124 points 10 times this season Mm. all of them have been within the last month and a half Woo. Ooh. That coincides exactly with this tear Kawhi Leonard is on. Kawhi Leonard is comfortably scoring 25 plus points every night. Mm. And there's a few, I think he scored 13 or, or 17 a couple of nights ago, 13 maybe a week before that. But you look, you see 30, 35, 33, 30, 31, 27, 25. Like those are his game logs now. And that has seen the offensive potential of the Los Angeles Clippers skyrocket. It's like they're not losing shots or points anywhere else because Kawhi's there. They're just adding them. It's like everybody else is still doing exactly what they were doing earlier in the season. It's just Kawhi now is scoring a bunch of points. Yeah.
1: They look, it's a dangerous squad. tough, bro. They that is a dangerous
0: tough. team. Whew. Well. Kawhi's – like I said this about Kyrie in the fourth quarter the other night. Um – of that game against Minnesota. Like Kyrie's reminding people right now. He's reminding everybody. Mm-hmm. Kinda think Kawhi Leonard's doing the same thing.
1: I remember it was I don't know how long ago it was, but I remember um about a month ago. You know, I watched the Clippers play and granted Kyrie Kyrie, uh Kawhi was working himself back in to to shape and into playing shape and I was just like, uh oh, he don't look the same, man. He don't he don't have the same lift and Explosiveness, just looks a little, a step slow. Well, looks like he didn't work his way back in the yeah. basketball shape. He's, yeah. a, he's a problem right now. The Clippers, Clippers looking tough, man. Clippers looking tough. You know, I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about this last night when I was doing all the math and everything, and it's was like, I wonder what, you know, if the, the Kings can stay in the top six, you know, who would their first round matchup be? And you know what a part of me said? Part of me said, Memphis.
0: Their best first round matchup? No, I'm just saying. Just oh, the, a first yeah. round matchup would be, oh, okay. And I could see a
1: scenario, where Mem- and I say that saying, I could Memphis. see a scenario Memphis falls.
0: Falls, yeah, okay.
1: Falls to like three, Th- maybe four. They say a four or five matchup with the Kings and Memphis. I could see that. I could. That would be crazy. Like we. Yeah. I, I can tell you right now, we wouldn't like the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, at all.
0: I think we already don't. Yeah, we would. I think we already don't. Now, there
1: would be some real heat during. I believe it. Yeah,
0: I'd believe it. Kenny would be fighting Dylan Brooks during <laughs> Game Four.
1: I, I would. Uh, would I give him the Devin Booker treatment? I don't think so. Maybe no. No, nah, I probably would. I might. I might. <laughs> I might get that treatment to Ja. Just watching at home, like I go, like I said, just get caught up in it.
0: You be giving it to T. <laughs> be, you know he'll be here. He will. He'll find his way to get a course. I see he'll be. I, here.
1: I think I'd meet T. What's up T? Mm. I'd be cool with T.
0: And get you a card again the day You meet him. <laughs> Not the one Shannon Sharp had on. I ain't nah, getting you that man. one. Nah, man. Come on, man. I'm looking That's back. Next level. I'm at Kawhi. I'm looking at Kawhi's games game logs, and this really is kind of fascinating. He missed five games leading into December. And so starting December 5th, I'm trying to figure out if there's like a pattern or a method to this. Because he plays two, misses one. Plays three, misses one. Plays three, misses one. Plays three, misses one. Then there's this weird thing where he plays one and misses the other. That's the second night of a back-to-back. Then he plays five, misses one. Plays five, misses one. Plays five, misses one. Last night was the first after an inactive. Hmm. So I, I, it, feels like I wonder if a pattern. There. Yeah, it feels like there's a a method to this approach with Kawhi Leonard.
1: The real simplistic, so at least since at
0: December, because he before December he missed a lot of he missed a lot of games before uh, before December.
1: The real simplistic approach to it, which is probably a lot more. Um, thought out than this, but you take four game incre- increments in that first one and you try to get them in three straight games, mm-hmm. have them sit that that one game, that's your four, and then you start the four all over again. Then, once you start to build that up, now four turns into six game increments. Yeah. And you play the five, let them sit that one, then you start the six all over again. And...
0: It'll be interesting how they approach this because you, you know because w- w- he'll have a break here mm-hmm. in the All Star game. Um, does he wind up playing six games in a row or seven games in a row? Like actual they'll be really really spread out because mm-hmm. of the All Star game. And do they continue this this resting period all the way or this resting approach all the way until the playoffs? To started? be
1: honest with you, I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't
0: see why they wouldn't either like, with the way that they're playing. What
1: you trying to prove with? Having them play 10 games in a row, like, do I do the same thing? Because with them, they've they've got everything correct. They're moving in the right direction. The biggest thing for them is to make sure Paul George and Kawhi are as healthy as they can be going into the playoffs. So if that means putting them on that, you know, three games in a row, sit one, three, yeah. whatever, five. I'd, I'd bring it back down to three games in a row, right? Like, I wouldn't even mess around with the five games in a row. I'd bring it back down three games in a row, sit, three games in a row, sit, and do it that way because the only thing that matters is having these guys ready to go in the playoffs. And in the playoffs, there's going to be a lot of rest in between those games. The they lost. The series
0: you are. They've lost five in a row without Kawhi, mm. and they're one and nine in their last 10. Without Kawhi, mm. Whew.
1: yeah, matter that's of fact, that's a difference maker. Matter of fact, go back to that four-game increment because maybe we can guarantee off top like five losses for the Clippers. Then they just, you know, we just need four more losses because I got them needing mm. them to go
0: thirteen
1: and nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't
0: even know what their schedule looks like. I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked yeah, at I just the Clippers' schedule the at all. Suns on Thursday who he root for that's 4 rain. that's 4 versus that's yeah, 4 versus 5 Root
1: for rain that's all root for. <laughs> I don't know cuz both of them teams if i had to yeah. guess they going they going to yeah, pass they, up the Kings.
0: they going to be there um the clippers after the break jeez the kings got a back to back coming out the break yeah clippers are here that friday yeah Let's go. The seven thirty start. Let's go. That's a Friday night. That's fine. Let's go. Boy, Sacramento, Denver, Minnesota, Golden State, Sacramento.
1: Wait a minute. No, that's in that's in Los Angeles. I was about the to first say, one's in Los Angeles. Yeah, I was about to say it's the b- it's Portland
0: there. here.
1: But they got another. Uh, you said Friday. I was like, I know that. because they got another Friday with the Clippers
0: here. Here, yeah, yeah. that's March third. Yeah. Um, streets going to be, it's, that's people, a seven people o'clock. People going to be story. out that night from everything oh, I yeah. hear. Oh yeah. From everything I hear, people oh. are like, yo, boy, you got sources we everywhere.
1: Here. We out here.
0: They got, a, they got a couple against Memphis. They got another one against Phoenix. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to stop short of saying they're in really, really good shape. They got three against Memphis. Hmm.
1: That's easy work nowadays.
0: Well. Okay. We'll use this opportunity uh, to take a break. Uh, Michael Jordan is celebrating his 60th birthday in a unique way. We'll touch on that. Uh, James Hamm uh, at the top of the hour. Much more ahead. Phone lines are open for you. 916-909-1320. It's D1KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. He continues
1: streaming live on the Odyssey app.
0: Man, I completely forgot.
1: What you think about it?
0: Ba- Batty Thursday already taking a hit. Oh no! Matt's going to the All Star Game. Ah. He's he- he's headed to Utah, and I-, I I completely forgot.
1: Who wants to pull up on Batty Thursday? You got to be a Batty, though.
0: I mean, you got to be a bad- You got to be the main event for mm. Batty Thursday. It wasn't even Batty Thursday until Matt came on.
1: It's true. That's facts.
0: I don't think Matt's really going to the All Star game tomorrow. I just think he's working on new material for the show.
1: <laughs> Matt, Matt, he's he's got writer's block. <laughs>
0: well, you can relate. This is it's a break for you.
1: I know, man. I can get caught up on some bars now. There you, you know, go. It's like all right. Let me let me let me tuck some away. But they're coming so fast and furious. It's like man, and I don't know what I do when the when the Kings clinch a playoff spot.
0: Oh my gosh! that will be
1: more than just regular bars that's a, there.
0: That's a uh, that's an album release party. <laughs> that's an album release party right there. Um, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. If you want to get in on the phone lines, uh, James Hamm will be with us at the top of the three o'clock hour. Uh, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan's birthday is an event mm. every year.
1: Uh, I tell you I tell you straight up, I knew Michael Jordan's birthday before I knew my dad's well, <laughs> I remembered that birthday growing up before I remember my dad's. I don't even know my dad's birthday though the, the time I, I found out I like committed to memory what my dad's birthday was was he got mad at me one day one year he said you didn't even call me so I forgot it was your birthday. I didn't even know no Michael Jordan's birthday's in the week,
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, and is it it, it 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 is an event. Uh and his birthday is Friday. And it's always a huge event at the All-Star Weekend, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan's party. It's Michael Jordan's party. It's the Jordan brand mm-hmm. party, uh, but it's the ultimate way for Michael Jordan to throw the dopest birthday celebration imaginable, and it's the ticket that if you're in the city of the All Star game that you want to be at like mm. that's the one that you want to be
1: at even more than kenny smith's party
0: even more kenny smith's party's close it is a, it's a good look it's kenny 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 Smith, kenny kenny, kenny, Smith kenny kenny smith's party is 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 in a, a i've never event, been for but sure
1: I, i've heard stories
0: it's i i went to kenny smith's party in new orleans oh wow yeah Woo! yeah
1: Oh, oh, wow,
0: is the perfect way to describe <laughs> it. Inside and outside. Woo. Oh, wow, is the perfect. And you know, in New Orleans, some of those areas, the streets are a little
1: g- gravelly. Yeah, it could be. Absolutely. Mm hmm. Old sack ish.
0: Yeah, perfect. Yep. <laughs> Imagine walking those in heels about a foot and a half high. <laughs> oh, man. You you must experience the all-star game once of the the whole all-star experience i got invited to go the i just i think the main, main reason i, I don't want to go i don't want to go to utah no and i wouldn't really be like i haven't like i wouldn't really be working i would just be going to go mm. and i got a great connect who wanted to set everything i was like i don't want to go to utah to be i mean i you, you, i'd be like hey Kenny, i'm i'm going to miami bro i'll see you <laughs> Or you know Vegas, I just take you with me. Like, hey, I need two for everything. Let's yeah. go. Um, I don't want to go to Utah. No,
1: no, not interesting.
0: I'll root on Domas and De'Aaron and Keegan and Kevin. Herter from home.
1: I mean, they're gonna they're, they're gonna be there in five years when they come back to uh, yeah, it's like the cities. yeah,
0: it's 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 the first of uh of many All Star games mm-hmm. that those two are gonna make. Those three are gonna make. Those four are gonna make. Um. But. Michael Jordan's birthday is always a big centerpiece of All-Star Weekend, and it's always such an event uh, in sports, and he's hitting a a monumental birthday, his 60th birthday. And while the brand uh, throws the big party at All-Star Weekend, uh, Michael Jordan donated $10 million Mm. to Make-A-Wish in celebration of his 60th birthday. And if I read this correctly, it's the largest single donation and yep. to make a wish ever
1: yep yeah i don't know man that's gold stuff right there Yeah, right, man that's, that's 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 great stuff by by jordan um this comes off the hills i was looking for it but and and you know it's always good to to follow up on these things you know for for people to make sure it's not just a um you know a pr uh it's not for pr or anything like that but didn't he donate like pledge to donate like a billion million dollars <laughs> some absurd it was some, i think it was higher black, than 10 million it, black def- uh, might black owned businesses 100 or million or something it something was something like crazy
0: it. um yes he did do that yeah. um i don't I, I don't remember what the number was but it was a a massive amount mm-hmm. that i don't think it was 10 million I, mm-hmm. i'm leaning towards 100 and that that sounds outrageous but it was a massive number that yes, he was donating to, and this was, I'm, I'm guessing like 2020, mm. maybe maybe just after 2020 yeah. that he did that. I think it was right before the show
1: started. Okay, around there because I remember where I heard it. it wasn't here, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, like um, it's great to see. And one of the things that I kind of hate <laughs> hearing is. Like when something like this happens, and they're like, "Oh, Jordan donating ten million dollars." Jordan Brand made two billion dollars last year. Yeah, I like hate when that's whack,
0: do that. bro. Yeah, like that's
1: whack. Like ten million dollars is ten million dollars, regardless of how much money you have.
0: A uh, hundred million dollars over the next $100 ten years. million. Dollars. Yeah, over the next ten yeah. years is the number.
1: It's great. It's great. Kudos to Mike, man, for doing that. Michael Jordan is. And I don't know what the reasoning for it is, but we talk about it all the time. I mean he's he seems to be at least a lot more engaging after like he's fully committed for being gone from basketball. because mm-hmm. like, I even think even when he was retired after the wizards for a little bit, he was still like in that competitive mode like he's like man i'm I'm still a player. Mm-hmm. now it seems like he's kind of moved into another phase of his life as of late. The first time I thought he did that was during Donald Sterling. And he, Mike, because it was a stark contrast of Mark Cuban coming out saying, ah, uh, it's a slippery slope. I don't know if we want to take the guy's team away for that. Mm-hmm. And then Michael Jordan like immediately was like, no, there's no place for that in the league, mm-hmm. period. Get him out. Mm-hmm. Those were like the first two comments from owners. And it seemed like, um that from that moment on, Mike has been a little more I don't know, focused or a little more outward with 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 some of the things he does. Uh,
0: that was that was sign number one. Mark Cuban was full of crap and he knew exactly what was <laughs> right. going on in the Dallas right. Mavericks organization. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, it's a slippery slope. No, it's actually not. <laughs> it's really not, Mark. But I think that's the mentality of most owners. If that's the mentality of Mark Cuban. Imagine imagine what the NFL owners talk oh,
1: like. Gosh.
0: With the exception of my guy in Carolina, was it Tepper? Was it David Tepper in in uh Carolina mm-hmm. who's like the one of the newest NFL owners. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine what those conversations are like. Yeah. Jordan's really kind of flipped the script, I think, since 2020 and perhaps even since um the Last Dance, because mm. um, so, Black Lives didn't matter in April when Last Dance started airing. They mm. didn't matter until like like May. Mm-hmm. That's when that there was that brief moment uh, where where Black Lives mattered. But I felt there was a shift there because Jordan did talk about that that famous stupid line about Republicans and sneakers and the backing of a candidate mm-hmm. in north carolina who yeah. in doing the research on that boy that is whoa that is tough like, and i
1: i think wasn't the the situation there was a black candidate running for yep. governor yep. against it's like this unbelievably racist yep. white guy yep and they wanted mike to back the black guy yep and mike was like i'm not getting involved in that and that's
0: and and I th- and I th- and I think the, the 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 continuing part of the story is he didn't get involved in it publicly,
1: right, right.
0: But he did privately, right. yeah. and the, the 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 argument was that's not like your money's not enough, right? It's not your money. Like it's we your need your influence. face, yeah, yeah, we need your influence, and that was not a a thing that you did. That was not a popular thing for athletes to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the eighties. Yeah. Um
1: and, and I think 'cause I feel like he talked about it, or maybe it was on the last dance or something. He like it kind of felt like he didn't understand that. He was like, "Cause like he was like, no, nah, I'm not getting involved in that. Not really thinking twice. And then it became a big deal. And like mm-hmm. I think his mom might have said so. He's like, I didn't know it was a big deal. Like I'll yeah, I'll I'll donate to him. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know it was a problem. Like yeah. not like, oh no, I ain't I ain't doing that. He was like, I I didn't know it was an issue. There was almost a, a certain level of um, uh, naiveness to him mm-hmm. that you kind of want to be like, how were you that naive? But
0: And when you when you look in, and I can't remember the dude's name, but when you realize how influential that North Carolina, oh, it is. And, I mean, and it went on for decades. Mm-hmm. Like, John Lewis fought that dude for decades. Mm-hmm. And it it's just one of like when you when you when you tell the whole story and you it's it's like oh that's bad that's really bad but there aren't you know i'm so anxious like i've already got it earmarked uh, especially after talking to um jason jones yesterday i added them both to the like watch list on my apple tv
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um Mighty, I've mean, come to think about it. I, ain't, I ain't got no Kings games to watch for a few days, but I know over the... for a long
1: time
0: I'm watching that Bill Russell thing. Which I thought the Bill Russell thing was a singular show. Mm. It's not. It's epis. It's a, it's episodic. I don't know how many episodes there are, if they're released weekly or if there's just two and what, they're already both posted. What is that on Netflix? Okay, so that's the Bill Russell joint, and then the um uh Abdul Raul stand yeah. on showtime like i'm I, I i've got both of those uh, added to the playlist to watch this weekend but i bring up bill russell just because like who you know michael in 85 who who was what black athlete was michael looking at there wasn't right. one right like bill russell was a decade and a half ago right. two decades ago like that influence wasn't, I mean, obviously he knew who Bill Russell is. I'm not suggesting that. Obviously he knows who Muhammad Ali is. Mm-hmm. He's looking at that as like, that's that's 68, that's yeah. 69. Like, I, I don't have a black athlete to look to and lean on. Like, right. you know, Walter Payton was probably, you know, the big black athlete of the time. or mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Walter Payton's the only one I could come up with. I don't probably know who magic, else. Magic too. Magic, oh, magic. yeah. But magic, magic was the other the one.
1: Magic wasn't. I mean, I, loud. I'm blank, like, I'm, look, and I'm like, that wasn't his this thing. I still, I
0: felt like people didn't look at, and, and this is all hindsight. I was 12. I didn't think it at the time, but I don't, and magic didn't say nothing when that Rodney King video came out.
1: Hmm. Um, that wasn't his thing. And I, and you know me, we talked it about it.
0: wasn't things. any black athletes no, thing. No, And that's the, that's the crazy part is we, we always talk about Bill Russell and, 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 and Jim Brown. The '60s version of Jim Brown, not the not the not the new version yeah, of Jim wild, Brown. That's
1: a wild boy now. <laughs>
0: but the '60s version of Jim Brown and and, and, and Muhammad Ali and, and and Bill Russell, and the, we talk about them. And then there's like this big gap mm-hmm. where it's like he, Muhammad Abdul-Raouf, You talk about him, but it's almost like uh, he, he's almost like this weird standalone thing that you refer, there's there's nothing to surround it with. And then Cap. And then everything, everything with black athletes changed after Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. Everything. And there's nothing, there's like nothing in the 80s or 90s or early 2000s. Right. There's nothing there.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely, man. And I remember one time, uh, uh, Sheryl Nell Grove had set up something with some organization she was working with, and they got Dr. Harry Edwards to speak. And... He was speaking to just a group of people. Like, I, I it wasn't even about sports or nothing like that. It's like state workers or something like that. And she was like, "Man, he's got to get back to the airport." I think this might even before Uber or something like that. Can you? Can you? Are you down to driving back to the airport? And I was like, "Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely." There's like forty minutes or something to get to the airport, and I just had an opportunity to just talk to him. And I, I always remember I brought up Michael Jordan. And, you know, the work that the guys before him did and LeBron did. And I was like, man, you know, Dr. Edwards, how like, how do you look at like Mike? Like, how do you feel like he dropped the ball or anything like that? And I'll never forget. He was like, no, I don't think he dropped the ball. I think what he did was different. And it seemed like what Mike was trying to do, where Russell and Jabbar and, you know, those guys, Jim Brown, they were forcefully coming in and like fighting for stuff right he he said he believed and he talked to mike he he knows mike he said mike's mindset was more of i'm just going to own everything about me so you can't control me and i'm going to show other people that's that's the way mm-hmm. like own own your stuff own everything about you to the point where they can't affect you now i don't know how much influence that had or
0: I can think of one guy it had influence on on. 23 slash six. Look at the way LeBron conducts himself. mm
1: -hmm. He said, I'm going to be, his thought was Mike was like, I'm going to be in full control of anything. So you don't have any control over me. You can't paint nothing about, you can't say nothing about me because not only do I own my own narrative, I probably own you. I'm big. I'm more important than anything that you have in your company and that you cover as a as a as a news station or something like that. You need me, and he said that was Mike's approach. And like I said, some people may or may not have liked that or whatever the case may be, but that's how he did it. And you just mentioned LeBron had that knowledge, mm-hmm. but then also came back with some some Jim Brown and some uh, and Bill Russell and those guys as well. Where now we we I'm gonna stand up for mine too. Like you ain't gonna just say anything. And I'm going to control everything that goes on about me.
0: And he recognized so early, too, like he made the money Michael Jordan made in his NBA career, probably on his rookie deal. Like he made that money so quick, especially when you factor in that Nike deal that he signed uh, right out the gate. And, you know, because the NBA money was different at the time. Mm -hmm. And he had so much more money that he could invest back into. I don't he's got to be the first active billionaire in sports. Well, Tiger, I don't know if Tiger's a billionaire or not. I would think he, if he's not, he's extremely close if he's not one yet. Um, but he he put so much of that money back in into the community. It's making me think about, you You brought up Dr. Harry Edwards. Dr. Edwards actually changed, he didn't change my mind on someone, but he made me look at them differently. I had the opportunity to talk to him once mm-hmm. at a, it was a, 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 a sports and political symposium that was at San Jose State. Mm-hmm and um that
1: giant statue
0: it's first time i saw it um and and that's where i met uh john carlos and 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 tommy smith and that's where i met howard bryant and all of Mm -hmm. those guys um i asked him about roger goodell Mm -hmm. and he told me he was like man i know what it looks like but roger is trying Mm -hmm. like that's not roger's thinking but Roger works for someone. Mm -hmm. And I think Roger Goodell should be held accountable for a lot of things in the NFL. But the fact is, it was kind of that conversation that made, Roger's a mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's the most powerful man. No, he's not. Jerry Jones is more powerful than Roger Goodell is. It's probably a handful of owners behind the scenes. Robert Kraft is probably more powerful Mm -hmm. than Roger Goodell is. But Roger Goodell has to be the guy to have the tomatoes thrown at him. Yep. And that's what he's out there for. Absolutely. Adam Silver's more powerful than Roger Goodell is. Because yep. I think Adam Silver has more influence with owners than he does, than Roger Goodell does with NFL owners. Um, Ron Manford
1: is just non-existent. He's useless.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's he's just useless. absolutely useless. So he can't do anything on his own. <laughs> he needs someone to hold his hand through everything. It's it's just incredibly embarrassing. Trash. But um, no,
1: I I... I yeah, I kind of feel the same way about Goodell. Also, you probably noticed this about me since working with me for like two and a half years. Sometimes. We're not really
0: friends. We only work like, it's like <laughs> to this o'clock, o'clock, like four o'clock like we're out. Yeah, Never. it's just like, Well, you had a baby, really? You didn't mention it on the show, I, I didn't know.
1: Sometimes one of the things I like to do is I like to, to watch people and watch people around others, right? And you don't always get it because, you know, there's cameras. But, you know, if you're there in person, maybe you see. But just watch. If I have a feeling about somebody, I like to see how they interact with other people. And if they give off the same energy to others. Or the complete opposite, people seem to really like these guys. Like, you guys have heard me say this about Draymond, right? Like, I may think Draymond is a certain way. But I look around, people seem to really like Draymond. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's a a better guy than he gives off to me personally. And that that plays a factor. We talked about that with 97. It's like, damn, I've seen some of the sketchy stuff that goes on. But those guys, those black guys, (laughs) love him. Like, they really like Nick Bosa. And I did the same thing with Roger Goodell. Now, I felt some type of way about Roger Goodell and – I don't know. Maybe it was from you, or maybe it's just in a different interview. I heard, like, what Doctor Edwards saying. I would see. I see Roger interact with players, coaches. Like I said, black guys. They genuinely like, man. It's great to see you, Roger. How are you doing? He genuinely is looking at like, man. How are you? Is everything good? Mm -hmm. Like, you need anything? Everything cool? They have like nice symmetry, Mm -hmm. and that means something to me when I see people in a certain environment in the way others that may know somebody better than I do interact with them and 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 have that type of relationship with them.
0: Yeah, I think that type of thinking is in in the Roger Goodell scenario, I I I agree with you. Like I get that. The Draymond Green, like I get that. The Nick Bolsa thing I think we talked about on the LA. <laughs> hey, if y'all this guy what he, the he hell? was he was dapping up, what was it Ufunga? It was like they had this whole like <laughs> Had this whole like 20 minute handshake, and it's like, oh, hmm.
1: what'd you say, Dame? If you like it, I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta follow on IG for that. Um, I think people, I think ex cowboys do the same thing with Jerry, and I always look at that different because I, 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 when. When, when when you're around the league, you're, you're sporadically in interacting with Roger Goodell, right? If you're mm-hmm. a Dallas Cowboy, you're interacting a lot with Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. And I always look at them dudes like, you're not getting the real Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. You're getting the, I'm the boss and you're my employee, Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. Not only are you my employee, you're probably my star employee. Mm-hmm. I'm going to treat you differently. Mm-hmm. And... That's always so. Like I always cringe when I hear cowboy players talk about
1: yeah, that. You got to read like, that too. You got to read between those lines stop, too. Stop doing that. Absolutely, like,
0: y'all, y'all, y'all got to. There's the, the evidence is way too mounted against him for y'all to keep doing that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I ask you this question about Michael Jordan. Is we're, we're having this discussion about his his birthday coming up on Friday. It would have been a great discussion to have on Friday. Um.
1: <laughs> stupid ESPN put out the story today. Turks. Is
0: he the most influential athlete? I think so. Maybe ever.
1: I think so. I, the the, the I thing I
0: can't—the so. thing I can't get over—is the brand. The brand is so—it's massive. It's just—it's it's never going away. No, it is. It, I don't know that it's the biggest brand in the world, but like, it's the biggest athlete-centered brand. Yeah. And this yeah. dude hasn't played basketball in twenty years. It's
1: ingrained in the in in our everyday life and our culture. Jordan brand is massive, and only that's, maybe eclipsed by Nike. That's it. I don't.
0: I, I must say no though. Mm. I think the brand's bigger than Nike. I know. I mean, you know this as well as I do. I know who has final say. Mm. If if the Jordan brand and the Nike portion of the Jordan brand want the same athlete. Mm -hmm. Nike doesn't win that battle. Mm. Jordan gets first pitch. Mm. And if they're willing to take the offer, he gets it. Nike can only make the pitch. If Jordan says no.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a a great point.
0: And Jordan is very hands on with his brand. It's not like he's sitting at home collecting a check. I don't know that he's designing shoes or apparel, but in terms of athletes that hit that label, oh, no, yeah. they got they got to they, they got to go through, through Jordan. Absolutely. Yep.
1: On the on the real quick on the flip side for what we talk about, now this guy, he looks like a jerk, and I think he's a jerk, and it's a hell of a lead-in. Don't, don't nobody have anything different to say about him? as Aaron Rodgers.
0: Well, no one from Aaron Rodgers' inner circles talking. So you know, <laughs> all we're doing is just making stuff up about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> None of it's true. Aaron Rodgers in one interview said, these guys, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, they're really good at their job. They're great at what they do. But they're just making stuff up. And the things that they're telling you aren't real. But they're really, really good at their job. They're great at what they do. No knock on A- Rappaport or, or, or Schefter, but they're full of crap and they're making something up. What? Hold up. how How, do, how does that work? I need y'all to explain that to me. <laughs> yeah, that dude, sucks, man. We'll come back. Uh, James Ham joins us at the top of the hour. We'll get refocused. We'll talk Kings basketball. We'll just bring the Jordan conversation back on Friday for yeah. his birthday. Uh, Run it back. <laughs> it's a good show idea. Stilo <laughs> and Casey on ESPN thirteen twenty.
1: No, no. back to d and KC. d and KC on ESPN wow. 1320.
0: I was talking. I was just trying to have a conversation over here on the chat and Jessica's like hey you got to do the show here guy that, that's become one of my favorite things to do is like when you guys are about to start a point I like I just completely like stop you guys like now we're coming back like stop that so i guess, i guess we'll just we'll we'll bring Ask it to the air i, I, I want to see if i can uh <laughs> pragmatic Pessimist has all sorts of great questions uh that are worth getting to i can't i can't find the original message but it, but, but pragmatic Pessimist on youtube.com/espn1320 asked if he ever, if, if, if we thought our, our biases towards certain athletes ever affected the way that we talk about him, and I think part of that is I, we just had the Aaron Rodgers conversation. Mm-hmm. I do not like Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. There is nothing about his public persona whatsoever that I like. I think he comes across as a total jerk. I think he treats people poorly. Mm-hmm. I think he treats a lot of his teammates poorly. I just think he is an overall jackass. Yep, um, I see the same. Yes, thought. that probably affects the way I talk about him because <laughs> right. so I just can't. Now, if he throws for 450 yards in an NFC Championship game and advances to the Super Bowl and wins it for once, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give the man credit. I'd be like, yeah,
1: a divisional round,
0: biggest jackass in never professional ever. sports just advancing the playoffs. Right. It's good for him. He's a hell of a ball player. I'll never – I'll try never to – Let like I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. Mm. I don't think there are very many athletes that I can go, I don't like that person. Mm. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. There's probably a few others that I can't think of. I don't dislike Kyrie at all. I think Kyrie is a hell of a ball player. I think Kyrie does some stuff that just, you think Kyrie is a smart individual.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I don't. That's the easiest way I can put this. I'm not going to say the man's stupid. Mm-hmm. He's certainly not. I'm not going to say he's dumb. He's none of those things. You, I, I, I just don't think he's always aware of what he's doing. Um, I don't have an issue with Draymond Green at all. Like, In fact, I, I have a lot of respect for Draymond Green. It, the, the Hall of Fame thing always rubbed me the wrong way for some reason because it was like, oh, this was a choreographed attack. Like, they've got people, they've got missiles in position (laughs) to strike. And I was told Draymond Green went to the Olympics to win another gold medal to strengthen his Hall of Fame case. I was like, oh, I can see that. The second USA wins the gold medal, one of our buddies tweets about his Hall of Fame resume. And I was like, oh, you weren't kidding. (laughs) And I don't know why that. I don't know why that, like, stuck me the wrong way. There's no reason for it to. Because I mean,
1: it makes sense. Like, if I was it, Draymond yeah. Green, I'd probably do the same thing.
0: Draymond is a tremendous asset. On He talks a little funny sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily believe the new media thing is as revolutionary as he does. But I do appreciate his opinion. And I do appreciate the fact that he can speak from a perspective. And I'll use my guys. I'll use Russell Westbrook as an example. He can speak from a perspective without an agenda. Mm. I don't believe Dave McMiniman did.
1: Mm.
0: When Dave McMiniman was writing about Russell Westbrook, he was writing through the lens of someone who was feeding him information, and both of the parties involved had agendas. And Draymond, or a a player, Kevin Durant has a podcast too. They can speak on issues like this without an agenda. right.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was well said. I mean, for me personally, I try not to, but I'm also human, so it may happen from time to time. I know I'm I'm the guy that usually has an issue with Draymond, and I think I've also been pretty clear with what the main issue with Draymond is. It's not with the player necessarily, although – like you said, he says stuff that I'm like, stop, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing don't do way that. too much. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you're doing way too much, bro. Calm down. Like, you're not that nice. It's always with the coverage. Because the second you're like, hey. yo, Draymond is just a cool player. No, watch more basketball. <laughs> he does stuff that you just don't see if you don't watch math. Ba- like, what?
0: Watch more film, bro.
1: Yeah, it's like, stop, bro. So So then he does <laughs> something basic. And then I've pointed out to the people. Look at him coaching out. up
0: Andrew Wiggins on the sideline.
1: <laughs> I'll never forget that one. We had the whole show meeting with Danny in San Francisco about, what are you talking about? He's like, you see him getting uh, James Wiseman, right? He just told him, no, look around, you're going to be open. I'll pass you the ball. Well, you don't understand. Like I, You just don't understand. What the hell?
0: <laughs> we don't understand <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Uh, so
1: that's that's usually the thing. And that around. was my
0: beef with Kyle
1: mm-hmm. Shanahan mm-hmm.
0: was the coverage. Of, and now I've said I'm never going to say a bad word about <laughs> Kyle Shanahan again, ever. I have Kyle the had a dream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle indeed had a dream, uh, and I have the utmost respect for uh, Martin Luther Shanahan. He is <laughs> he is my guy. He is my coach. I'm rocking but, with that dude moving it,
1: forward. But look, the, and then the other thing about it, like I just you know talked about before the break, is like one of the things that you know I try to do um, is I try to just you know pay attention to people with other people, right? And I have said that a couple of different times. I said it in this last segment, and I said it before. I look at how Draymond interacts with other people and how, more importantly, how they interact with him. Mm -hmm. Like, they seem to like Draymond. Yeah. So whatever I may think about him, I can't really speak because I don't know him. They know him better than I do, and they seem to like him. So that always gives me pause to be like, well, maybe he's not the guy that I think he is. Maybe he's cool. You know what I'm saying? So I always try to factor those type of things in when I talk to him. But you said it during the break as well. Like, this, has, that's just not the type of people we are in general. We're not here to talk about how, unless, it's, I'm not going to say it never happened, but we're not here to talk about how much somebody sucks or there are, I don't think, outside of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, we're never like, yo, know, well, this Brett is a Favre, bad human.
0: Well, actually, that that's actually the the remark that got my attention from Pragmatic Pessimist, because he posed the question, Have we done Carl Malone jokes yet? And you could go ahead and stack Carl Malone next to the Aaron Rodgers crappy Mm -hmm. athletes uh, uh, category here. Mm -hmm. Because the NBA, with the obvious tie to Utah, decided we're going to ignore everything regarding Carl Malone and his very disgusting past mm. uh, and invite him to the All-Star game because, you know, he's Carl Malone and it's the All-Star game and it's in Utah. Uh, so why not? It seems they may have held off on inviting his good buddy, John Stockton. Now who knew uh, back in 96 what those two would turn out to be. But my goodness, this felt so off
1: mm-hmm.
0: by the NBA where someone should have said, hey, mm-mm,
1: mm-mm Let's don't not.
0: Don't do this. Uh, but, yeah, they got the not. graphic out there and everything. Carl just, Malone.
1: Just happy about it.
0: Just, yeah, yeah. Literally I, no bro. one asked for this. No, no,
1: bro. Stop. <laughs> speaking, of <the laughs> speaking of the All-Star game, you see who's performing at halftime?
0: I saw like four acts announced and missed. Who's who's halftime? It's uh, Burner Boy,
1: Burner Boy. Yep, Tim's and Rima in Utah. In Utah, <laughs> that boy, crowd is gonna hope, be lost. I hope,
0: I hope that crowd is full of out of towners, boy. <laughs> that crowd is if, be lost. if there's any locals there, man, they are not gonna understand what's shout going out,
1: on. Shout out to my uh, my guy Dragonfly Jones on Twitter. He goes. Rolling out a Nigerian showcase like this would be fire in a city like Houston. Yep. I hope all six Nigerians in Salt Lake City enjoy the hell out of this, though.
0: There's no way there are six Nigerians in Utah. He this, said
1: seven if Akeem decides to show there's up. There's n- <laughs> no...
0: If Akeem shows up, there'll be one. It will that not be seven. That
1: crowd is be lost.
0: <laughs> that, that beats... That beat's going to cut off at the end, and it's.
1: <laughs> okay. They're going to do last, last, and they're just going to be like, mm, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse says. Jesse
0: says the Jazz need to start referring to Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer as their legends. I'm telling you, Utah's got the worst legends in the game. Why did you te- why did you text me that? And not say that on the mic. Because you guys funny. were already talking. That's hilarious. Two greatest, <laughs> great, great, greatest legends in Jazz history: Darren Williams and they thought Darren Williams was a legend. Darren ended uh, uh coach's career. Wasn't it Darren that ran him oh, out of Jared town? Sloan? Wasn't it Darren Williams that did yeah, that? Yeah, they had
1: a that that kind of broke his heart. They said he couldn't get that to go through. Oh man, Darren Williams was—it's crazy too because Darren Williams. I don't know if Jesse remembers. I don't know how. Yeah, uh, okay, he's not that young. But some of the you young people who weren't outside yet. Darren Williams really was a problem. Oh, Darren, they, Williams, Darren was Williams was bad. Like, I feel maybe this is a little blasphemous. Maybe it's a little bit of a reach, but he was like how we view Dame Lillard right now for. Like four seasons.
0: Oh, I feel like that's a
1: maybe. Dame was a little smidge bit. Yeah, Dame. Dame Dame was clearly. But the conversation
0: was who's the best point guard in basketball, Chris Paul or Darren Williams? Yeah. Now that seems ridiculous. Then it was legit. Are you team Darren Williams or are you team Chris Paul?
1: Yeah.